What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Temple, Colleen, people up in the Shaw City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. You're tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of the Sports Grind, being presented by Dosecchi's. And we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Your number to participate is 1-800-707-9760. Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett back with us on the one and twos. 1-800-707-9760 is your number. Also, don't forget... If you need to, uh, before we get to that, uh, if there's anything that we discussed yesterday, if you didn't have an opportunity to call, you couldn't get through, you can parlay that take over to today. Anything that we're discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to. Uh, your number to dial is 1-800-707-9760. Also, if you need to reach out to me via Twitter and you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at SportsGrind. All right. And also, if you want to stream the show live and leave comments, um, I'll try to get to those in real time and leave uh, read those out as if I see them. If I don't respond to them in real time, then I'll respond to them later. All right. You can always go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment or just go to my personal page and you can stream the show there. If you ever miss any of the shows uh, live. You can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the daily podcast seven days a week. 1-800-707-9760. What's up, Mr. Clark? Ready to rock and roll. All right. So we got Bartlett back in the hole with us. So we actually, you know, held off on the over and under because Bartlett was off yesterday, uh, waited for him. Okay. Actually, I just talked too much on the other two segments, but it sounds good. But but Bartlett <laughs> didn't participate, wasn't here. But we got to get to the over and unders. We're going to shoot to have four teams, the ones we didn't have yesterday. So we've got that going on. We've got a lot of other stuff going on as well, too. Um, U.S. Open last night. I talked about it yesterday's show that, you know, when you go to New York and the lights come on, especially if you are a senior citizen, which Serena is. Uh, it happened to Jimmy Connors. I told you all about that. Sometimes the magic happens. She wins her first match. Now, make no mistake about it. It wasn't greatest tennis to watch. Um, thought it was a little overreaction for the win. But I understand. I mean, everybody was there. Spike Lee. I mean, anything sports-wise that goes on in New York, Spike got to show his face. And I have all the love for Spike. But it's like, damn, man, I know you're Knicks. You waiting on them, you know. Damn, they probably screwed the Donovan Mitchell deal up. But Spike got to be there front and center. You had some other celebrities there at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Uh, but she's moving on. She's going to play the number two uh, overall world player in the world on the women's side coming up next round. Um, and, again, you know, Serena, you could tell it's coming to the end because Serena is – She's not as fit as she used to be, of course, when she's coming into Grand Slams. You know, now that happens with age. She's 40 years old. But also, there's a lot of stuff. She talked about it yesterday after the match. You know, it's a family. She's a child now. You know, but this is just going to try to do it off with, you know, pure adrenaline. Now, if she gets past, like, I think it's her previous four matches. She's faced, like, the top two person in the world, either one or two. 
and she's been 4-0. and She's usually beat them. Now, she hasn't been playing great tennis of late, but I feel like if she finds a way to ride the crowd or, you know, finds a way to dig deep and get past this one, hey, then bet's off. Then there's pretty much anybody left she could probably beat, you know, if she's up to it and the crowd's going to be behind her. So you got the U.S. Open underway. Also, um, NBA you got NBA, you know, training camp and stuff is supposed to start here soon. Just spoke about it a while ago. But the Knicks, first of all, they agreed to an extension with Barrett, uh, you know, their former first-round pick out of Duke. I was really hard on him. I, you know, I thought he was a little bit, you know, that year he played with Zion and Duke, I thought he was a little bit overrated a little bit. And a lot of people like, well, it's Zion team. He doesn't, I watched him closely, trust me. Um, really didn't do too much, in my opinion, his rookie year. But then in the last couple of years, he's come on. You know, the year that they made the playoffs, the year before last, the whole team took a step back last year. But according to Woj, the extension with Barrett basically could cost them out of the Donovan Mitchell talks. Okay. Now, supposedly Danny Age, everybody knows he's in the front office of Utah right now. Danny Age was looking at a trade and said, hey, not only the picks, but we also want Barrett. You know, that was one of those deals that they want him. Now, you know, this is coming to a head to where, you know, uh, the Knicks have put a deadline, I believe, on Donovan Mitchell talks with Utah uh, coming up here, I think, in September, the beginning of September. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. You know, we'll see what happens with that. I know a lot of Knicks fans probably were excited, the opportunity to get a player like Donovan Mitchell. Um, you know, they've been kind of flirted and teased and left at the altar when it comes to these free agents or via trade. They haven't had one in a while, speaking of the Knicks. So you have that going on. Also, um, what else we had? Serious note, John Wall. You know, everybody knows he was bought out of his contract in Houston. He's with the Clippers now. I think that signing went kind of under the radar. But he opened up and said, hey, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been rough. Um, and he pretty much had suicidal thoughts. He said he thought about killing himself twice. You know, he went through the loss of his mother. Um, and I believe, I don't know if she came ill of cancer, but, you know, she's saying, hey, you know, watching her take her last breath. Um, you know, and then he loses his grandmother, you know, a year later. And then, of course, he gets that injury uh, with Achilles. Uh, but he said he was in a very dark place. And, um, and you know, and that's something that, you know, is, is a very serious situation to take. You know, there's a lot of people out there, um, you know, having those thoughts, especially in the time that we live in. And one thing John Wall said is that, hey, you know, this is something that, you know, you normally can't get right on your own. You know, you can't say I can do it on my own. You have to understand that you need help. So I thought that was, you know, John Wall's been the punching bag for the last few years. And I get it. You know, I've always been in his corner since he came out of Kentucky. Um, but that just lets you know, no matter what your profession is, no matter what you do in life, um, everybody's got problems and money. I mean, even though a lot of people will take it and I'm always said, I'll take it with the problems that come with it. But just because you have money and you're doing what you love to do, doesn't mean you can't fall in a dark place when you go through real life situations. So you have that going on. Another thing with the NBA that I've been meaning to talk about this since like mid last week, and I keep forgetting and it just keeps cause your football and we've got everything and we've just got two hours. But the truth of the matter is the Lakers front office and ownership has made a decision that I really don't agree with, and I can't believe it hasn't been a topic or debate. I mean, I haven't heard anybody nationally talk about it. I haven't heard anybody, you know, even regionally talk about it. And they made a decision last week to retire Powell Casal's number. 
Come on, man. I mean, look, when you think, and, I, and I've said this forever on this show, I mean, there's as much as I love, have a passion for sports, you know, I was supposed to be a sports agent in my other life, really in my current life too as well. But back then you had to go to law school and I was like, no, that ain't happening for me. You know, I damn near didn't even get powdered or got past some math and money. So I don't even know. Damn well, lawyer. Nowadays, you can get certificates. You can do whatever the hell. If you know Rokon Smith, you can just be a brother. He'll say, hey, man, he's going to represent me. But anyway, the passion for sports, and I've said this, as much as I love it, there's only two franchises that I've ever hated, just can't stand. And that is the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Lakers. But even though I say that, I have a nerve to know, and I even know what the history of the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Lakers is about, especially when you talk to the, about the big man. I'm sorry. Palk, first of all, he got gift. We, we all know that, especially from this region. He got gift wrapped to the Lakers at that time. I mean, Powell was in his, his prime. Everybody said, well, yeah, everybody don't know Mark came from that deal, too. And look, no. When it takes one of the goats and Greg Popovich to go to the media. And this is a man that has never made excuses about anything, has never said anything for the exceptions of giving his views on what he feels the world, the place the world is at. When it's come through those court lines, he's never commented on anything. When Powell Gasol got traded and he was gift wrapped for Jerry West, little backdoor alley deal. Pop said, well, yeah, they just changed the landscape in the West. It's just one of those things. Like, meaning, this wasn't your normal trade. They gave him away. So, at that time, Powell was a very talented big man. We ain't talking about the San Antonio Spurs, Powell. That couldn't even get up and down the court. Okay? We're not talking about that guy. We're talking about that two or three years and that championship run. Powell was one of the better, or if not, one of the top two, three big men in the NBA. But with all that said, you cannot tell me that he deserves to have his jersey retired alongside Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille O'Neal. When I saw this, first of all, I thought it was basically just fake. And then I had to wait on it. And I started seeing other sides. I'm like, no, they really made a decision to retire Powell Casal's number. If I was a Laker fan, I would have to have a problem. I don't know about that. I don't know. To honor him and say, yes, he was a very integral part to that championship, that back-to-back -back that they got when they boat raced Orlando. Then they ran it back and got Shawshank Redemption on the Boston Celtics. They just played that game the other night on NBA TV. Pau Casal should not be getting his number retired as a Los Angeles. We're talking about Jerry West. I just talked about the big man. But you're talking about Jerry West, uh, Magic Johnson, worthy we ain't talking about the big man legacy that don't even look right and to me personally it has a lot to do with Powell as the person in regard especially if you look at post Kobe you know he's been there with, for Vanessa and the kids you could tell it really affected Powell I mean he's there you know um Kobe's daughters I mean he's their godfather because remember, Kobe used to beat him up. Talk bad all. Stop being soft. Powell needs to be stopped being soft. I mean, Kobe used to ride his ass. 
But part of me feels like this is the decision from Jenny Buss, the front office in Palenque, and everybody saying, hey, you know what? Powell's really been a very good guy, you know, behind closed doors. He's, he's been, he's, he's uh, you know, carried the purple and go, fine. But don't tell me he deserves to have his number retired. I can't believe they're doing this. I mean, because if they're doing this, then we damn sure are watering down a lot. And Powell was a beast those few years. But not to have his jersey sit along Shaq, Wilt Chamberlain, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That ain't even going to look right. I don't know. Is it crypto center? Is that what they call it now? I mean, ain't, is, is it the crypto? Crypto.com? Yeah, man. Yeah. That looks about as good as that crypto stock has in the last six months. That When that jersey go up. And that look bad. 1-800-707-9760. Also, what else we got? Baseball continues to go on. The judge, all rise, hit number 50. We're not really even in the home stretch yet. They still lost, by the way. But the story is Aaron Judge. He really put himself in some place of some Yankee greats. Babe. Okay. Uh, DiMaggio. Maris. I mean, I think there's only other three Yankees that have that many home runs at that kind of pace that he's at on. 50 home runs. Will he get to 60? We'll see. They still took an L. I told you, ever since the All-Star break, this team is going to limp into the postseason. And Boone's job is on the line. They don't win the World Series. I believe Cashman survives. Boone will be fired. Could have been let go about a year or two ago. But that's what happens. Give you a little extra leeway when you hit a game-winning World Series home run. As he did some 10 some years ago, 15 years ago, however long the hell that was. So you got that going on. Albert Pujols. Okay. I thought if you would have told me at the beginning of this season, or you would have told me last, even two years ago, the Albert I was looking at that would be able to have a shot to still get 700 home runs, I'll tell you no. He's gotten hotter than fish grease after the All Star break. He hit another one last night. I think that puts him at 694. Also, he I think he becomes the only player to hit that many home runs off of multiple pitchers or something like that. Am I right about that? Uh, yeah, 450th different pitcher. That's amazing. I mean, so first of all, that, that tells you you've played, you've, you've played a long time. Um, but it's amazing. you got to wonder, can he get to 700? Uh, you know, they're going to make the postseason. The Cardinals are. Uh, they should, but I just feel like, you know, he's only six away, but if you would have told me at the beginning of the year and last year, I would tell you, hell no, he's not getting to 700. Still would have been first time ballot hall of famer without a doubt, without a doubt, you know, and it's, and it's good to see him finish his career with the team that he started with in the Cardinals. 1-800-707-9760. Um, NFL, we definitely got to get into that. Uh, when we come back, um, the NFL is, you know, we're about nine days now out. Now, today is the big cut down day. The deadline is at four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So we've got about another hour uh, when we find out. I mean, we're Almost about 30 minutes. About 30 minutes. Okay. All right. Be exact. No, teacher. You said we couldn't leave early. We're leaving five minutes too early. My goodness. Exactly. My goodness, man. You know what I meant. They're taking off early. I mean, they're cutting off at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. It's around that time. We'll get to updates on that. We've had one trade already um, in regards to the Pittsburgh Steelers um, and the Denver Broncos. 
I definitely want to go ahead and talk about that and give my thoughts on that as well. Um, also, Dallas, they're kind of talking, saying, hey, man, the rookies, rookies probably going to have to start. Speaking of Smith, the offensive lineman. And I'm like, you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, where's the depth at? Where's the depth? And, and I don't know if he's ready. I mean, I like the pick when they drafted him. But when you have a guy that should have been off the roster two years ago and Tyron Smith goes down, because I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure Stephen Jones and Jerry said, hey, Tyron Smith goes down about week eight, week seven. That gives us time for Smith to get used to the NFL speed and all that. They didn't think his ass was going to go down in camp before we played one game. So now they rushed this kid to, hey, it's go time. You got to start. You got to go out there and get it done. So Dallas is, uh, that's going to be interesting with the Dak situation. And also, how does that affect Zeke? You know, how does the line? I mean, in the last couple of years, it's looked like Zeke has had to have, he misses that old offensive line. You know, plus he's getting a little bit longer in the tooth as well also. Also, but the biggest story so far kind of broke when we were coming right off of air yesterday. Um, and that was the news out of San Francisco with old porn star Jimmy and John Lynch and the 49ers have decided to, they've come to an agreement with Jimmy Garoppolo to restructure his contract for a one-year deal that will include a no-tag clause and a no-trade clause. There's only a few. First of all, I don't even know who all got that, but I can tell you you can count on one hand in the NFL, out of all the players in the NFL, you can count on one hand who has that in their contracts. When you talk about a no trade and a no tag. Jonas, we, we, I mean, it was probably this time even, well, right after the season last year, we had this discussion. And Jonas put his you know, flag in and said, hey, I'm going to say he's still going to be on the roster. He was the only person that I even heard at the time and even deep into this thing that that was going to be an option. But is technically, is he going to stay right? I want to talk about that, that maybe scenario could play out, but major props. One of his best calls since I've known him since he's been on these airways with me. You listen to the Sports Crime presented by Dosecki's broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Tai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 
Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor. Sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the sports grind, presented by Dosecchi's, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, 1 800 707 9760. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Stoli Vodka, established in 1938. Is handcrafted in Latvia with award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. That is Stoli Vodka, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so before we get to Mike's phone call, let's dive into this news of yesterday and pretty much the news of the day, and that is the decision for the 49ers to renegotiate with Jimmy Garoppolo and give him a one-year deal with a no trade and a no tag. Um, okay, look, um, which we'll see. I mean, for more reports of your Ian's of the world, your Adams of the world, the insiders, from what I'm hearing, are saying, look, this is something that developed in the last two to three days, that either side was expecting this to be an outcome. You know, the 49ers was banking that. It's obviously, to me, the 49ers, there's two things. One, the 49ers was banking for one of these other teams to be desperate and desperate for a quarterback to give them what they were seeking for Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, that's one. It didn't happen. So instead of just outright releasing him, somebody had the idea. And I don't think it was Jimmy, his agent. The 49 John Lynch ownership said, hey, you know what? Let's go to see if we can restructure, see if he'll stay for a lower number. Tell him he'll have the freedom to go choose wherever he wants to play next year. And let's see if he'll take that. And Jimmy did it. Now, does, does is this going to make some people look at Jimmy in a different light? Of course it is. Because, I mean, you, you were company guy one year and, you know, you they really just didn't think that you were going to be able, whether that was based off of health, whether it was based off performance, they really didn't envision Jimmy leading them to the NFC Championship last year, but he bet on himself and he won. Now, if I'm Jimmy and I'm going through all that, it's hard for me to even, because what he's done is really make it easy on the 49ers and for why and let, let me explain that and this is why i say well is jonas gonna be right because we had a 50 dollar wager and the deal was if he's on the roster by week one jonas wins now if you sign a one-year deal and you lower his contract number 
that could make him attractive for trade then. Okay, which I believe that's totally not out of the question. I put maybe about a 20, I put about a 30% chance on that, 25 to 30. I'd go even but, higher than that. Well, before well before week one. Week one, no. Yeah, I'm talking about before week one. But this is the deal. Also, what it tells me, this is all about the credit and the eight-year contract that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan got from ownership with no either one of them having previous experience at their job. And this shows that, hey, we've been to two Super Bowls, could have won one of them, or we went to one Super Bowl, could have won it, and we've been to two NFC Championship games. And the only time that we didn't make the playoffs is when we were decimated with injuries a couple years ago, season before last. This shows that we got a mulligan coming. We can do this. Because even if it, I mean, trust me, even if this decision goes left, speaking of the trade decision, if he gets out there and is regardless of Kyle Shanahan, the quarterback, offensive play card guru, if he can't make Trey pop by next year, then it's one of those that any other GM is probably going to lose their job for it, especially if you gave up three ones. Also, what this before moving on, what also this tells me too, is there's still some type of. Remember, I came in here that Monday after the last preseason game where Trey just looked. I mean, he looked good the first preseason game, and then the third one he looked a little bit lost. He looked a bit uneasy, and I wonder if that was going to sway anything. And I would have to believe that that game right there brought the idea to John Lynch in the front office. Say, hey, you know what? Let's just see if we can get Jimmy to stay for a year just in case. But look at what that's doing to Trey Lance, a guy that didn't even play 20 snaps in college. He didn't. He got in a couple times his rookie year. This is a first of all, Jimmy, the media can say what they want. People can think, oh, he's not a winner. He gets hurt. That 49 in the locker room loves him. Trey Lance is going to have to have a very tough mental fortitude about him to play his game and block that out because it's hard for you to imagine that every interception, every player, every mistake Trey makes, he's not going to be thinking, is this the game or is next week, next week, the game, the week that I get pulled out and Jimmy comes in what John Lynch, I, first of all, you can tell, I disagree with this. I really do because if their season, it's not really about the bet. I just think it, it's football sense. When you have a super bowl caliber type of roster, and you've got one of the best coaches in the game. You've got to capitalize on that. The decision was made when you gave up three first-round picks. There's usually no turning back from that. You've got to go ahead and either sink or swim with the ship. But how does this – and you know what? If Trey starts off playing slow, if he starts out the first quarter of the season rough, there's going to be veterans in that locker room. Hey, man. Telling the, telling court, telling the secondary coaches – Telling DB coaches, man, we need to put Jimmy in. Let's go with Jimmy. Let's put Jimmy in. They know they won with him. This is what John Lynch has created. But he's got the credibility in the bank to survive this if it blows up in their face. Because I guarantee you, if they under underperform and Trey doesn't look that great this year, there's a lot of people in the media that's going to go back and blame it on them keeping Jimmy if they don't move him. 
this is definitely a move out of left field but props to jonas he called it there was nobody else not nashley not 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 adam not glazier not ian not even calvin nobody nobody would have even thought that this was going to be a possibility based off of how last offseason even went as well it could blow in their face now george killer already came said i ain't worried about trey trey's gonna be all right he's a veteran lead on that if trey's got the mental fortitude to go it pops it's not it's not a it's not a, a bad thing it's too the it, it's too risky for my blood it's too risky that's my opinion. 1-800-707-976. Were you going to add something to that, Mr. Clark? Just that the point now is I think he still does get moved because this is why you would keep him on the roster this long and going into the season. The whole, the whole philosophy behind why he was going to be there week one is because they can control his destination. They know. They already know. If you were to cut him today, He'd be signing with Seattle, right? They they don't they don't want that. So in order to control the situation, and and Jimmy gets some control. That no trade clause very important because the reason why you would hold on to him past week one or going into week one is because we know every year in the NFL injuries happen at quarterback. Somebody's season, somebody, a, a, a coach who's on the hot seat already needs to salvage something, and they need to go get a solution at quarterback. And Jimmy G is, it has the opportunity to be that guy, except for now, by restructuring. Yes, the, the Niners save a lot of money against the cap, but, and it makes it a movable contract. But now Jimmy G has that opportunity to say, nah, you're not going to send me to Jacksonville. You're not trading me to Houston. But also, I think, I think also, it could, it could spin a different light on Jimmy the way his peers and other people look at him. Like, it comes down to, like, he are you? Paid. He's still, I mean, he's the highest paid backup right now. He doesn't have to worry about going through this, the, the getting cut and sitting on a couch for three weeks, four weeks, while while coaches and GMs and coordinators talk themselves into making the right decision with with the guy they're going into week one with already. Yeah, but you know what? This is the this is the this is the battered woman in the relationship that keeps allowing their spouse or whoever to keep using and abusing them, showing their least of appreciation. He's he's 49ers are getting more out of this than Jimmy. I, if I, my whole take on it, if, if Jimmy, if I'm Jimmy and I was treated the way uh, we went to the Super Bowl. OK. And in the year that we lost the well, we went to the Super Bowl and lost. And I've proven that and I got hurt. Yes. But you went and gave. It's not the fact that you drafted a quarterback late in the first round second round no you went and gave three first round picks and moved up it ain't like jimmy's 38 so if i'm jimmy like okay you know what i played cool i never caused any rip between me and trey or the team and i still end up coming and performing and leading us to the nfc championship game but the truth of the matter is i've done that solid 
Now it's my time. First of all, I think Jimmy should have raised more sand through the offseason to make him, despite the shoulder situation, whatever, like, look, find a trade. Now, keep in mind, now, John Lynch and them were smart because they told about a month and a half, two months ago, they told Jimmy and his agent, like, hey, go out there and see what you can get. Go shop around. Let us know what you find. Probably knowing that there wasn't really a market that that was going to be maybe that Jimmy's agent thought of or Jimmy. But the point is, Jimmy didn't do enough kicking and screaming to really get this situation moving or to get out of it. So to me, you're allowing them to sit there, a guy that's I've, I've led this franchise to two NFC championship games. And I'm pretty much and you you pretty much embarrassed me. By taking a kid that didn't even really have 20 games played in college and you didn't wait for him. To, you moved up and gave three first rounders letting you know we don't think you're the guy. We can't count on you. So regardless if it's going to give me the freedom of do, going where I want to in 2023, it comes down to it because it ain't like they gave him that much of a raise. It ain't like they gave him that much money. I mean, they don't take that much to be no, the they, highest paid they, backup. They, they, they took more exactly. than, than what he gained. Exactly. Go ahead. But the reason why... And, and and don't don't act like Jimmy hasn't made out in San Francisco this whole he's time paid. anyway. He's got paid. A he's gotten paid, but B he hasn't had to play. Okay, 2017, six games. 2018, three games. 2020, six games. Yes, when he's healthy, they have success. But that's why they traded up. Look at the look at how we broke down this last year's quarterback class as it was. One quarterback goes in the first round. The 49ers were coming into this last in, into this season with a lot of uncertainty anyway. It was a weak quarterback draft class, and they knew they had to move up. That's why you trade three ones to go get Trey Lance, because he's better than Pickett, Coral. We'll see about Willis. But he's he, he would have been the number one option this year. That's why you trade up to get him, uh, and you yeah. still have the opportunity to make the NFC Championship yeah, game. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, you, you made your case. It's That's, business. It sounds good, man, but the truth of the matter is, I don't know if he's going to be for, uh, better than Pickett. I mean, I'm high on trade myself, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it really comes back to Jimmy for me. Keep in mind, Julian Edelman did an interview or a podcast just a month ago and really threw pretty much Jimmy's manhood under the bus about like, hey, there were some times in New England he didn't want to play hurt. He went back to the whole, you know, inflate gate suspension for Tom. You know, he, so for whatever reason, Jimmy has a reputation about that amongst his peers. And I don't know if I'm not saying it's fair. And I'll tell you this. When you come out those numbers and talk about, well, this is only how many games he played. I can probably name you three or four franchises would take those numbers. If that meant that quarterback was going to get him at least to that game on Sunday in February. If they're healthy, if they're on the field. Even if the fact that it's like, hey, we got to put up with this guy not being around, but the one season he's going to get us to two NFC champs in the Super Bowl, there'd be three or four teams I can name that sign up for that. The, the, the point is, if John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, especially John Lynch, if he doesn't have an eight-year contract from jump with the 49ers and he ain't got some money, in the, he, he doesn't have some credibility in the bank, they don't even can make this move. But the truth of it is, you might be stunning Trey Lance's growth by just keeping this guy around. Every mistake. Oh, man, look at the I'm telling you, man, talk radio in the Bay, the fans out there, that young kid gets off to a slow start, and it's a, well, Jimmy, Jimmy, hey, this is this is whatever. Not everybody's media is, is the 210 in San Antonio's media.
Okay? All right? Not everybody's, oh, hey, that's just the way. To, no, they're going to dig and like, hey, man, y'all kept him. What's up? He's here. Put him in. What are we waiting games for? 1-800-707-9760. All right, before we go on, let's go to the phones here. We got enough time? All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760, 1300 The Zone and 93.9 FM in Waco. What's going on? Yeah, well, yeah what's going on, brother? Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about another quarterback situation, man. Um, I know you've been, you've been keeping up with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't like what I see, and I, I didn't like what I saw last year uh, in their backup quarterback situation. You know, you, you already know that the Dallas Cowboys have offensive line problems. And I'm not saying, you know, wishing any bad luck on Dak Prescott, but it's going to be hard for him to make it through the season with this type of lineup that he got in front of him right now. You know, and um, and like I say, the backup, whoever, you know, just uh, when he comes in, I watched, I watched the preseason game the other night, and this guy is embarrassing. Uh, Dallas, they, they need to be on the lookout right now. I don't know who's going to get cut today by a team, a quarterback, but Dallas needs to be looking for a backup quarterback because if Dak Prescott go down, their season is already going to be in jeopardy. I don't see the Cowboys having a winning season to begin with. If Dak Prescott go down, y'all, I'd like to see what you had to say about the backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and I thank you for taking my call today. Thanks for checking in. Um, but before I go, you got to – As roster cuts are coming in, there is no backup. They did not keep a single backup okay. in Dallas. Okay, so they cut all the backups. On they the 53-man roster so far, all three have been cut. Okay, I'm going to take your word for it. So you're reporting that. I didn't. So if that's the case, it's obviously there's somebody out there they're going to get. Now, uh, back to Mike's phone call. I, Mike, we talked about it last year at this time, and I talked about it about a month ago. I mean, after the first preseason game. Um, Dallas has never had – a great or a good backup in the Tony Romo era. They never really did. And part of that was the fact that Jerry never wanted to bring anybody that remotely could threaten or breed down Tony's neck. He did it for his godson. So that culture has gone. It doesn't shock me that Dak didn't have it. I mean, first of all, you Dak goes down. I mean, it's it's over anyway. We saw that a couple of years ago. But I think that's a freak injury Dak got. I, I think Dak is durable. The guy's got thighs like tree trunks, man. I mean, nobody's lining up to go tackle Dak in the open field. But I don't think he's going to be running around that much. You just got to be protection. But no, this is a this is not a Mike McCarthy issue. This just like I feel like the penalties ain't. A, I mean, he's going to fall for it. He's going, to, he's going to fall on the sword for it, but I don't even think the penalty situation of Mike McCarthy thing. That's a Dallas Cowboy culture thing for some reason. It was going on when Garrett was there. So there was no backup when Garrett was there. There ain't no backup here, but I do believe they will make a move. You can't go into the game with no back into the season with no backup. Johnson out of Denver surprisingly got released today. Now, this brother's been on like 13, 15 teams, but he had a good showing in the preseason. But you know what? They decide to go in a different direction and familiarity, and they waived him. That's another guy that could be out there as a backup, which I thought he looked pretty decent uh, during the uh, the preseason. But you're gonna add the San Antonio's own Kellen Mond also got cut today. Yeah, I look, man. Casualties I, 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 in I, I know San Antonio's own dad probably listened to the show over the years. Sorry, I mean, family, Kellen Mond's not an NFL quarterback. He was barely a, a Big Twelve uh, SEC quarterback. Good kid. San Antonio's own. Let's just keep it real, man. Mon is not, in my opinion, an NFL quarterback. Nobody's rushing 
to pick up Kellen Mond. That's just the reality of it. And that, that doesn't shock me. When we get back, I want to talk about the move that the Pittsburgh Steelers made. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, we want to, I want to talk about that. We've got to get to the over-unders as well. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back.